Songe Zomapete on SAFM. Sometimes I regret having a cell phone because people tend to use this opportunity to highlight their own cases. Now I've received a message to why are you wishing Mr. Mbulawa a birthday on his own? What about me? Well, happy birthday to you. And the name is in Cape Town. Happy birthday to you, dear girl. 27 and counting. We're looking forward to much of your progress. And thank you so much to listen. Thank you so much to you for listening to SAFM Mahadebe Omhle. Now, 2119 being the time, let's get into some very serious and very dour news. We all know what's going on. The summer rains are coming, and my goodness, are they coming down in buckets even with some form of destruction. If you're in the KZN areas, you know exactly what we are talking about. The death toll continues to rise as relief efforts continue to be spreading and spreading thin. The death toll from the Christmas Eve floods in KZN have been increasing as more bodies are being recovered by search and rescue workers. Heavy rain left a trail of dis- destruction in parts of the province late last year, early this year, and continues so. As in the provincial government says more than 600 households were affected, with some 140 dwellings plus completely being destroyed. The Utugela district is said to be the worst affected, with most of the fertilities reported there. Now, most of the homes that were damaged were in Umgungundlovo. The DDG in the Department of Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs, COGTA, in the province of Guazulu, is on the line to shed some light and offer us some direction, as well as, of course, inspiration. Mayor Barbara Mguccini. Dabezita, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. Ms. Barbara Mguccini? Yes, I can hear you. Thank I you can. for the invite. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you for joining us. I suppose this is not a great time to be having a conversation, much less for the first time between ourselves, but it's a necessary one. So could I just please ask you to give an official position to the extent you can offer or or shed light as to what information that is important for us to know as the rains continue to come down and the trail of destruction continues to be wrought, not least in the trail of destruction, the death toll that is not stagnant, but rather increasing. Uh, thank you. Yes, indeed, it's not a good time at all. As KZN, we've been battling with um, the floods uh, since uh, December, the start of December. The South Africa Web Service has been issuing on a daily basis uh, weather alerts, level two messages uh, for disruptive rains and thunderstorms uh, activities in most parts of KZN. And uh, since the beginning of December, we've been uh, on high alert as the province and as municipalities in order to swiftly respond and also to ensure that we save the lives of our communities. We work very closely with the South Africa Weather Services, and when they issue these alerts, we in turn uh, activate our various stakeholders. As it stands, um, unfortunately, we've lost about 58 um lives uh, since the beginning of December. Uh, we have 84 injuries and we still have about six people uh, still missing. Uh, 1,293 households have been affected, uh, 360 totally destroyed, 836 partially destroyed, and we have about 80 people that are homeless. We are working closely with social partners like the Red Cross, our Dad Foundation, Injilo Foundation, and as well as some insurance firms uh, to provide support to communities. Uh, this also includes the support that we get from the sector departments like your SASA, your DSD, Department of Transport, 
in municipalities themselves as they need to immediately respond. Unfortunately, the magnitude is now beyond our capability as a province and we've requested classification from the National Disaster Management Center uh, for this to be declared a provincial disaster uh, so that we are able to get resources that will assist us to respond. That's where we are now. Thank you. Let's talk about the declaration of a natural disaster or a state of disaster because I would imagine with all the numbers that you have offered us, we probably are in the territory of this actually being a disaster so that the resources of the province can be redirected. I mean, you mentioned the fact that it's happening in the week of the opening of schools and it's been going on for the best part of three weeks. Now, I can't imagine many people have had the kind of preparation otherwise, if not going back to work, then taking the schools to school for the very first time. I mean, how many grade one learners are affected by this one way or the other? And those are going to high school and those are coming to university and those are moving from outside of KZN into KwaZulu-Natal in search of such education opportunities. So that on its own would have been disrupted together with, disrupted rather, together with every other economic activity. What might have been the hold-up in the declaration of the state of disaster? Um, at the moment, there is no hold-up. Normally, what happens is uh, for you to get the declaration, you need to uh, do what we call the preliminary assessment mm-hmm. uh, for, for you to know the magnitude of the damages. And then that is escalated to the National uh, Department of uh, Copter, and then they then process the, the, the classification and the declaration. So there is no hold-up at the moment. Uh, we are still busy uh, trying to finalize the assessment. We do have preliminary assessment, but as we continue to receive more rain, we then get more damages that we need to then update our reports. I think when we reported last, the damages were still sitting at about um, maybe less than a billion, but as we speak, we are now sitting at $4 billion worth of damages that we've experienced as a problem. And this uh, figure is increasing as we finalize the assessment. And in the past two days, we have experienced heavy rains in the coastal areas covering Etewini, Agatuguza, and those costs have not yet been uh, finalized. Uh, so indeed, we are facing a, a serious challenge, and we are receiving the full support from our sister department at Nishka, and we are hoping to then finalize the declaration in the, in, as well as the funding that is required to be returned towards uh, rehabilitation. Thank you. When would you anticipate that this declaration will be finalized? Uh, obviously, before the end of this week, we should be receiving the, the positive uh, news from the NDMC. Thank you. Let, let's talk about what that does, the reclassification or the confirmation of the state of disaster. It, it might be lost on some, and the state of disaster that many of us would be familiar with, certainly at a national level, is everything around COVID, and we're not certainly talking about that. But a state of disaster at a provincial level, what are some of the things that are available immediately or suspended f- because of what needs to take place? In other words, help us understand the configuration of government in a state of disaster. Uh, thank you. Um, I think the, once a, a, a state of disaster is declared, uh, we are able to reprioritize our the, the budgets that we have. We are also able to fast track implementation 
and probably fast-track our SEM processes in order to, to, to respond. It doesn't necessarily mean that once you are a disaster is classified, it comes with national funding. At times, it just gives us the opportunity to reprioritize within our contingency plans as sector departments if the funding is there. And if the, the disaster is beyond our capability, then we have to call on other sectors as well as national departments to come in. But this also means uh, we need to activate a uh, national treasury uh, through our, our our national department to be able to then access other uh, uh, national coffers for us to then uh, respond. But we need to first exhaust what we have before we can call upon uh, the national funds. Talking about national funds, I mean, there were critiques last time out with such disaster funds being made available that the money didn't in go to where it was intended to offer the necessary relief. I'm talking about the previous floods now. Any threat of something like that happening this time around? In other words, what can you say to give confidence to those persons who are affected? If we're talking about 150 dwellings that are destroyed, 600 households affected, together with in excess of 50 deaths, every public bit of support that can reach these affected persons and families must indeed get to them. Uh, thank you. Um, I think we did learn our lessons uh, with previous floods, and I think um, even in the previous floods, floods, the AG also gave us some good uh, lessons that we are now um, implementing. A good 